Welcome to the Irish Baptist College podcast. The Irish Baptist College exists to magnify Christ, advance the gospel, and strengthen the church. We do so by being serious about the Bible, the gospel, and being Baptist. In this podcast, you will hopefully enjoy being encouraged in your faith while getting to know the college staff a little better. I'm your host, Davey Ellison. I'm the director of training at the college, and today I'm talking with Lynette Simpson. First things first, Lynette, could you introduce yourself to us? Okay. As you've said, I'm Lynette Simpson and I work here at the college as the registrar. I currently live in Dungannon, so not too far away, and I am married to Paul. Uh, we've this, is, this year we will be married 25 years. Congratulations. Well, he has stuck... <laughs> me this long and the Lord has been good and faithful to us so we are thankful to him for that so um no children we have just ourselves to look after which is plenty and I am originally from Belfast I am very proud of that fact I love Belfast I love getting back to the city and the city life and my family live there still my parents and one brother and three sisters so quite a large family with nieces and nephews in the mix as well so it can be busy and lots of fun whenever we get together. Um, My role at the college as registrar really is looking after the admin side of the college and everything to do with the courses or the financial side of the college looking after the, the fees coming in and that for the students and students whether they are undergraduate students, postgraduate students or part-time students in the night classes or the women's ministry course classes. So keeps me busy, lots of fun, very varied days, which I enjoy. No two hours are the same, let alone no two days the same. <laughs> yeah, you're the cog right at the centre, keeping everything ticking and moving around day yeah. by day, which is Keeps life great. interesting, yes. It's yeah, fun. it's certainly not boring working at the college, which is uh, one thing we can definitely say. Absolutely. Uh, can I ask you to share an interesting fact about yourself? Is there something that you've done or experienced or a place you've been um, that our listeners might find interesting? Okay. Um, I probably have lots of things. I have been privileged to visit many countries in the world, which is one of my favorite things to do. So I am struggling in lockdown that I am curtailed, um, not just to Northern Ireland, but at the minute to Dungannon. Um, so I, I do struggle with that. But yes, I have um, visited lots of places, seen lots of um, wonderful sights and God's creation in the world. But I suppose one that sticks out, which maybe at the time wasn't that interesting or enjoyable, but I survived uh, an earthquake in California some years ago. Um, it wasn't, it was a big earthquake, not particularly violent. It was quite a, um, just a rolling experience, but very strange to be experiencing it. Um, it actually wakened me out of my sleep and um, was felt some four hours away. So it was quite big. Saying that, my husband slept through it. So um, <laughs> that that is one experience that that was very special, particularly looking back, not not really at the time because we didn't know what was going to become of it all. But yeah. Yeah, I imagine there's not too many people or at least a limited number of people from Northern Ireland who have experienced an earthquake. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and some who live in Northern Ireland who have obviously slept through the earthquakes. So yes, they and didn't know anything about didn't it. Didn't know they experienced it. <laughs> uh, obviously, one of the prerequisites for working at the Irish Baptist College is being a Christian. Um, so I was wondering if you could share with us just your conversion experience. Yes, I have been very privileged to have been born into a, a family with Christian values who love the Lord, who seek to follow him and who sought to teach the children, um, us as a family, the word of God and encouraged us to go to church and to be involved in church life. And I was brought up in Newton Breda Baptist and I suppose they were my formative years where I was faithfully taught the scriptures, Bible stories um, through various activities, whether that was Sunday school, children's church, campaigners, good news club, youth fellowship, Bible class, the whole works. Um, but they were, they have, they hold very fond memories um, for me. And that that upbringing, as I look back, has been very important and one that I am very thankful for and very privileged for. Um, I do think that any child or any person that hasn't had that background has definitely missed out. Uh, and I, I just am very thankful that I had that teaching um, yeah. throughout my, my childhood and indeed my life, because that continues through church in various means, teaching me, continually teaching me the word of God. So I had that background and I was sent to church in different meetings where I heard from a very early age that the Lord Jesus Christ had come to earth, that he had died for my sins. And it wasn't enough that my family were Christians. I couldn't ride on the back of that mm. to guarantee heaven. Mm. But it was. it became really clear to me one night whenever I was 12 that this was personal. Mm. The Lord had died for me. And it was up to me to make a decision whether or not I would accept that for myself. And um, at that point, where would I spend eternity? Because I couldn't get to heaven because I was from a Christian family. Yeah. So I realize, I, I'm thankful that that really was the Holy Spirit challenging me at a, at a youth meeting. Um, that if I was to die, where would I be? So I committed my life to the Lord that night whenever I was 12. And I'm thankful for his work in my life up to that point and bringing me to that point and since where I have sought to live for him, where I have sought to um, gain more knowledge and move closer in my relationship with him in church life and in, in all sorts of ways. So um, that's how I came to know the Lord and his child yeah it's such a privilege to have a christian upbringing and to uh, be involved in church from a young age and uh yeah sometimes that that privilege is not uh, appreciated for the privilege yeah. that it is especially here in northern ireland where yeah. that's been a, a kind of society-wide culture for right. for a long time um yeah that's great and such an encouragement then for those involved in children's ministry and youth ministry that it's it is so formative in people's lives. Yeah, I don't think people realise just the impact they can have, particularly on children um, in those formative years where now I appreciate the time that they gave up 
both yeah. in preparation and in actually being there, looking after us, creating fun ways to learn the Bible and to know more about Jesus and investing in our lives and ultimately in our eternal destination. So I'm very grateful to them. Yeah, yeah. You've alluded to this already, but the, obviously the Christian life doesn't end at conversion. Um, it continues. Uh, and one aspect that we are particularly keen to emphasize here in the college is spiritual formation, um, growth in Christian character. And um, We don't want our students simply to get a degree and to move on, but to be changed and shaped and formed into the image of Christ. Um, and part of the way we pass that on to our students is what we have experienced ourselves. So I want to ask you, uh, are there any individuals in particular that have had a positive impact on your spiritual formation, your spiritual growth? Uh, and if there are, what were the kind of things that they did for you that were helpful? Yes, I suppose looking back over my life, um, and I um, there there have been a number of people that have encouraged me, um, who have taught me the Word of God, who have lived the Christian life that I have just watched how they live, um, or they have particularly taken me under their wing and encouraged me in my faith in that. Um, and I suppose I do go back to maybe Sunday school teachers in Newton Breda, youth leaders in Newton Breda, some of whom I still see today or um, have contact with who it just encouraged me. And it may not be anything spiritual in a sense, but they may just text and say, how are you doing? I'm praying for you. Mm. Um, it's, it's that interest that yeah. is taken in a person, in an individual and um, you're encouraged, look, how can I pray for you? Um, you know, it. there have been, I suppose, too many to name individually. But um, I suppose maybe in latter years, um, even as an adult, there have been individuals who have challenged me in my faith. One, um, one aspect that I suppose really has challenged me and someone who has stood out for me in recent years, um, and I don't mean this to be a plug for the college or for the association, but I am going to name Gail Curry, um, the women's director of the association. And really that came through me signing up and enrolling onto the women's ministry course for three years uh, for the diploma. And I didn't come on to plug the, the college, but why not whenever we're here? Because By all means, we will give you the airtime to do so. <laughs> but that course um, just covers so many aspects of the Christian life and the Christian walk, um, Christian disciplines. And over the three years, through different tutors, um, really made me get into the Word of God made me read different books, have a wider um, scope in reading for different subjects, for maybe essays and assignments that I had been asked to do. And um, through that, I suppose, with Gail's leadership in that, um, just her encouragement to be involved, whether in women's work in our churches or in the uh, women's department and as a, a as a committee member on the women's um work uh, women's department then we are encouraged to um 
lead courses, to mm. teach classes, to lead a conference, um, you know, from the front or to pray at various meetings. And all of that, for many of us, doesn't come naturally. But being given that opportunity, being stretched and pushed outside of your comfort zone in service to the Lord, um, all goes to make us rely on the Lord. And um, he brings these opportunities along for us to serve him in these ways. And that's a privilege and something that I'm thankful for, that he has used Gail and the work and the course uh, to develop my faith and my walk with him and knowledge of him. That'll be really encouraging for Gail. I hope she's listening to this and uh, here's that shout out for Baptist women. Uh, I've long thought that uh, a key word in the Christian life is balance. And I think you've struck that there with people who have been involved in your life, that they have an interest and encourage you and come alongside you. But then you also have that balance of people who then press you to do more than you're comfortable with, push you to go further than you thought you could. And um, to have that balance is just so good um, yeah. in the Christian life. It's not nice at the time, but looking back, you think, yes, that was for my growth and benefit and development. And ultimately, um, it's for the Lord. So yeah. that's all that matters. Definitely, definitely. Uh, for those who know me or follow me on social media or have had conversations with me, they'll know that I love books. Um, so I love asking other people about books. And I'm wondering if there have been a few books uh, that have been influential in your spiritual formation. Um, and if there are, could you mention just how exactly they've helped um, in your Christian growth? Okay, well... I am going to state the obvious and I am going to say the Bible. Um, <laughs> I am so thankful for the Bible. I am thankful that God speaks to each of us through his word. I value the fact that I have it in my own language because I realize that there are many in the world that don't have the Bible in their own language. Yeah. And I am thankful for that. And I do feel it is a privilege and a blessing. One thing I am going to say about the Bible and, and why in particular, not just as a Christian, that it's important, but something I I decided to do many years ago was to read the Bible from cover to cover because I thought I'm dipping in and out for various studies. Um, and yes, I, I hear about different books on Sundays at church, and but it's the one book that I have not read from cover to cover. So many years ago, I took on the challenge and I read it over the year from cover to cover. And it was just lovely to um, to achieve that. It felt like an accomplishment that the book that I knew so much about in some ways was a book that I actually had never read from Genesis to Revelation. And after doing that, I enjoyed it so much and find the benefit of just placing it um, in a sense, and following it through from Genesis to Revelation. Um, but other years down the line, I thought other modes of reading the Bible came to my attention, like reading it chronologically. And okay. so another year I read through the Bible chronologically, which was an eye-opener yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed that. And I, I generally read the Bible cover to cover um, every other year. 
I try to do that. I just feel the word of God is so important that yes, other books are good. Other books are important. Other books are helpful. But the Bible is my foundation and what I need to go to. And sometimes I miss reading it cover to cover and just getting into those parts of the Bible, which are challenging. I'm going to say <laughs> boring um, when it's hard going and you're working through Leviticus and the offerings <laughs> and you think, I don't understand this, but you keep going. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I love the Old Testament. I just love the stories and the people and the characters and seeing God's hand working through it all. I Mm. love to see that. I love to be reminded about that because so often in the everyday, in the mundane, we forget about that. And just coming to his word, you see afresh God's hand in everything. And I love to see that. So that's my first book. And that's probably the one book that I would die for. So (laughs) um, another book which has had an impact on me and changed my view on living, I suppose, has been uh, the book Heaven by Andy Ralcorn. Randy Alcorn, sorry. And I, I picked it up, interested in heaven, where every Christian is destined for. Um, but really, did I know that much about it? I know little bits, but do I really know about heaven? And so I picked this book up a few years ago and I think my whole thinking was changed towards heaven, but not just heaven when I die, but living with heaven in sight every day. Because Mm. as a Christian, life is not the destination. Life is the journey to our destination. We are to live with heaven in view That is what we long for as Christians because this world is not our home. And it just changed my view on life, on living and on death, that really death is not something to be feared, but it was the doorway to eternity with our Lord and Saviour and all that he has for us there. So that's another book that... um, Encourage me to look at heaven and eternity in a different way and indeed life. So there's my two. Excellent. That's really helpful and uh, challenging as well, just to think about how we read the Bible and if the Bible is that higher priority on our reading list. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to have our eyes lifted above this world as well. Um, that's helpful. Good. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna draw to a close here, and I'm starting to think about our, our listeners a little bit. If they've been thinking uh, along and listening along this morning and or today, and uh, they're starting to think, well, I want to be a godly influence on in others, like those Sunday school teachers and youth leaders, and like other people who have influenced you, Lynette. Uh, so, if they were to come to you and say, "I want to be a godly influence on in other people," what's the one piece of advice you would give them? to do that I suppose just be like Jesus try to be like Jesus um, and that's a big ask that's what (laughs) that is a challenge isn't that what we strive for as Christians but um, he is our example and 
he calls us to be holy just as he is holy and it's hard in this life and in this fallen world Mm. and it's hard as I say in the mundane and the nitty-gritty and the humdrum of everyday life but our ultimate goal is to be like Christ and that's that's our ultimate achievement so to try and strive to be like him is the best that we can be yeah yeah and simply by doing that we then begin to have a, an influence an on others, on which... others that they will not see us but see christ and just that our lives would always be pointing to him and honoring him and giving him the glory in mm. it all okay that's good that's good um sometimes we go into all kind of intricate uh, plans and procedures for trying to influence others but um it can be as simple as living a godly life and that that impacts those around us who are watching and listening because mm-hmm. people are always watching and listening us to see yeah. listening to us to see what we're like uh, perhaps there's someone else listening and uh they're thinking well i don't feel like i'm in the position to influence others I myself need influenced. Uh, I'm looking for someone who's going to disciple me, to guide me, to teach me. Uh, If they come to you, Lynette, and say, what's your one piece of advice for finding someone to do this um, for me and with me? uh, What would you say to them? I suppose, and maybe again, going back to what we've just been saying, um, not just for us to be like Christ, but to look for someone who is Christ-like who loves the Lord, who lives for the Lord in all that they do and say. Someone who is as Christ-like as you can find. Um, I think that's who I would want to teach me. Mm. Why would I want someone who maybe lives for self or lives for the world or lives for other lesser things? But really, I want someone who loves the Lord to be teaching me and who is passionate about him and his kingdom, and his word, and the gospel. Well, Lynette, you'll be glad to know that's all the questions I have for you today. That's uh, been really enlightening. I've really enjoyed uh, listening to you, and uh, I want to thank you for um, answering so openly and honestly with us today. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Irish Baptist College podcast. To find out more about the college, visit our website, irishbaptistcollege.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Please join us again next time.